Hey, what's happening? It's T-Mac. I kill you with truth. Ooh, Johnny Love. Like, subscribe. Listen, that was a late night last night. I'm not going to lie, Johnny. Puck Ooh. drop at 823. And we'll get to the avalanche. And good news with the avalanche. Not so great for the Nuggets. And I'm going to a gala. But those details come up in just a little bit. Stay tuned. But first, the question of the day. DMAC, what's the deal with all these old guys? I tell you what, they're dropping like flies. Well, sadly in general. But when it comes to being uh, head coaches, Pete Carroll got Elwade moved aside. Hey, you can keep your parking spot, but no more Coachy Wochi. Then you got Nick Saban, and he's just like, I've had enough. Rainbow Alabama. And uh, now this morning we wake up, and there's been a parting of the ways with Bill Belichick, and he has made it clear that he does want to keep coaching. So they separate on amicable terms. I suspect if he didn't want to coach anymore, then he'd still be with the organization in some sort of emeritus Pete Carroll, John Elway type of mode. But he does want to keep coaching. And now with him leaving, Johnny, are you kidding me? Eight openings. So I guess he can't apply for the Patriots job. Well, that would be pretty funny, huh? Hey, uh, dear Robert Kraft, uh, you remember me. I won you six Super Bowl rings and went there nine times. Oh, my God, you're hired. So he ain't going there. And part of the problem with Belichick, too, is he was the GM and he was the grand poobah and he was the king of the water buffalo, water buffalo lodge wearing the funny hat with Fred Flintstone. Like, he was doing everything, and it was too much. And wherever he goes, and he'll end up somewhere, he'll just have to be the coach and be happy with it. But with seven other openings, Johnny, I, can you even name all the openings that exist? Go ahead. I dare you. I double-dog dare you. I triple-dog dare you. Can you name them? Alabama. There's one. <laughs> you cheated. Forget the rest. Right. Alabama. Now, uh, Bill will end up. I mean, let's go through them. Chargers, Falcons, and that's very likely. That's the rumor right there. Falcons. And maybe he'll hire Pete Carroll and uh, Nick Saban. Falcons. I'm stuck on the Falcons. Tennessee, Panthers, Raiders. Uh, did I say? Oh, well, Patriots and Seahawks. And the charge writer, I don't know. Who knows? There's a lot. So expect Bill Belichick to get a job somewhere else. I mean, somebody will want him, and he'll want to go somewhere else. I would be not pumped if I was um, a fan of one of those teams, and there comes grizzly old Belichick trying to torture another muggle uh, media crew just with his fucking awesome, off, awfulness. Awfulness word? word. What do you think awfulness? Word words, or not? Words, words? Words. Real words? I don't know. But we wake up this morning and ding dong, the, the bill is dead. I, I couldn't stand, you know, all it is. On to Cincinnati. All that stuff. I mean, it was just so annoying. And I was lucky enough, air quotes, 
to actually spend a ton of time with the guy. In fact, at one Super Bowl, I asked a question that got a four and a half minute answer. I asked him about his dad in the military and coaching. And he went on and on and on. It was like, hey, Bill, shut up already. But he really liked his dad and he likes the military. And I knew both those things. So I threw him a question that I don't know. I had no purpose for other than to see how long he would talk. And the answer was a long time. That's Bill at the Super Bowl. But in general, he was a grump to be around and just sort of a miserable person. Still, multiple girlfriends. All right, Johnny, that's Bill. I don't know where he ends up. Maybe Atlanta, that's the rumor. But he's gone from the Patriots. So, wow, we got the Patriots, the Titans, the Chargers, the Raiders. Did I say Titans? Then we got um, Seattle and, you know, shut up. I don't know. The Flint Tropics, the uh, Flint Tropics, Alabama that's right. Crimson Tide. They all got job openings. And if you're over 70, watch out. Watch your back. By the way, how old is Biden? Oh, my God. No politics. Sorry. Anyway, that's that story. Let's move on to something a lot more exciting. The Nuggets got smoked by Utah. Lori Markinen, who sounds like she would be somebody from the Mary Tyler Moore show. You, you know, it's like, oh, Laura Petty lives upstairs from Lori Markinen. What's your recipe, Laura? I'm a TV producer. I'm today's woman, you jerk. Oh, I'm sorry. That's who. That's what Lori Markinen sounds like. But in reality, he's a, a quite a good basketball player from the Utah Jazz. And, and then they have, I mean, they got a guy coming off the, the bench Jordan Clarkson, I, I gotta check this. I, I think the dude had. I'm checking. I think he had a lot of points. Yeah, Jordan Clarkson off the bench had 27 points. Jokic had a good game, but nobody else did. Jokic went 27, 11, and six. But Jamal Murray was six of 15, 17 points, but not great. And Michael Porter Jr. two of nine. He said he wanted the ball more. Well, here you go. And that stunk. That was a bad game. And the excuse that, well, you know, they don't win in Utah. Uh, okay. So that really matters what the Nuggets team has done historically to last night. Like we just don't win in Utah. We just automatically lose in Utah. Well, why even go there then? I mean, why bother? Just take the L, stay at home. I didn't like this loss. I didn't like this at all. And I didn't like the way they lost which was getting blown out. Nuggets are a good team. And I don't know, maybe they do believe, um, buy into the hype of we don't win in Utah. Utah has been really good as of late, even though they're under 500. They're 12 and five at home. They're 19 and 20 on the season. But it's not good that you're not good in Utah. You need to straighten that out. The Nuggets had plenty of rest. They really had no excuses. They're completely healthy. They got a million guys on their team. They got so many. Do you know that you can keep 18 on the roster, but you can only dress 15? Well, they're at like max capacity right now. I mean, hell, the MVP of the G League last month, Colin Gillespie, dude had six minutes and eight points. That's pretty good when you're the MVP for a month. Johnny, have you ever been good at something for like an entire month? There was a, a time in college I was really good at uh, Assassin's Creed. It's a video game. I don't know if you want me to go into the whole 
um, you know, lineage of it, but you know, oh, it's, it's pretty great. Yeah. You know, oh yeah. Please one winter go. break, you know. All right. They're going to play the Pelicans on Friday. Thanks for the story though. They're playing the Pelicans on Friday and the Pelicans are red hot. And then they play the Pacers, which is a good team. And Bruce Brown comes back Sunday afternoon to ball arena. Speaking of ball arena, I was there last night, Johnny. Do you know what time they dropped the puck? Do you know what time they dropped the puck last it, night? It, was it eight local? Eight twenty-three. Yeah. What are they trying to do to us? Eight twenty-three, Johnny. They dropped the. Are you listening to me? They dropped the puck at eight twenty-three. My goodness. I I I I, I should have brought a pillow. But it was exciting. It was a packed house. The Las Vegas Golden Knights, I don't know if you recall it, but they won the Stanley Cup championship last year. And on November 4th, they humiliated the Avalanche on mom's night. That's right. The Avalanche had their moms, like a bunch of moms. And the moms were here in Colorado, and then they took a roadie. And it was moms gone wild with the Avalanche in Vegas. And what happens in Vegas stays with the moms. But it was embarrassing. I mean, there they are. They somehow raised all these, you know, mostly Canadian, sometimes Finnish, rarely American hockey players. Good job, moms. And they get embarrassed. That's not why I took you to Mighty Mites when you were five. They didn't deserve that. So last night, the Avs won 3 nothing, And Bednar admitted, hey, man, we didn't really have the same juice or legs as we did in that Boston game. But whatever. You want it for the moms. And here's Ross Colton explaining that. Yeah, no, it uh, definitely was, especially I think last time we were there, we had the moms in town. So mm -hmm. um, not the performance that we wanted. So for us, uh, that was kind of motivation before the game. And um, I thought everyone responded really well. Johnny, they were literally motivated because of the moms. I mean, that's sweet, right? It's, uh, yeah. You know, most people usually are. It's... What do you suppose the motivational speech was from the players uh, circling around? Go ahead, Johnny. Give me your motivation speech, <laughs> in, in, including moms before the game. <sighs> I don't know if I, get, I can motivate right now. Uh, I'll, I mean... I'll give you an example. We're going to go oot right there, and we're going to tell our moms we love them. We're going to fight for this organization in the process about being embarrassed in Vegas has to go out the door. And then Let's we're gonna, go. I'm going to ask her if we can get Tim Hortons on the way home. I was too embarrassed to go to Tim Hortons with my mom. Oh, no. My mom's thinking about shacking up with a Mountie. Oh, fuck, buddy. Did you know Jared Bednar, his dad was a Mountie? What's the, uh, the process to become a Mountie? Well... Cue the music. Oh, not that kind of Mountie. I think you just go to Mountie school. I don't really fucking know. So they win 3 nothing, which is good. Now they go on a five-game road trip that will see them away from Ball Arena until January 24th. Johnny, they come back for two games, and then they go on a six-game road trip. So the Avalanche have a stunning 11 of their next 13 games on the road. Yikesy. Bring a change of underwear. So enjoy the hockey while you get it. It was a good homestand overall. They've won six of their last seven. 
just one stinker against Florida. And that was really just because of bad goaltending. And what we've seen recently from Val Nachushkin, who had two goals, uh, Miko Randon, and especially Nathan McKinnon has actually been stunning. So I asked Jared Bednar because oftentimes the play of Jokic gets overlooked. The Nuggets will win a game. Jokic will have a triple-double because it happens so often. Michael Malone will never even be asked about Jokic. And he likes being asked about Jokic because he likes heaping praise on his superstar. Well, I kind of felt that vibe last night. So I asked um, Jared Bednar, who I think took a shot on me. So we're playing a new game, Johnny. This is called, did Jared Bednar, whose dad was a Mountie, take a shot at me? Here we- it's, it's high. I mean, it's because, it, you know, it's it's magnified for me as the coach because we need him more now. I mean, we've been through stretches where we've needed him like this, but missing a few guys out of the lineup, you know, the depth of our forward group and for him to be able to just bring it every single night. Um, yeah, it's it's been impressive. But it's – his game's always at a high level. It's just that now it's just like every game. It's he's finding a way to impact the game in a positive manner. Yeah, I think I think it's it's easy to do. Expectations are so high. You know, I notice, you know, like listening to the sports radio and everything else, you know, Joker didn't have a great game last night. Well, he's, he's been the best player in the league for three, four plus years. And he's doing it every night in a different way. Like if he doesn't have his legs, he passes it off and gets, you know, 15 assists, whatever it is, you know, and then, but it's, it doesn't make it any less special. It's the same for Nate. Like he has a bad game and I was like, Oh, Nate didn't do it tonight. Well, he just did it. 40 games in a row, you know, it is, I mean, what do you want them to do? The guys are going to like run out of legs every once in a while, or they're not going to have their best stuff or they might not be feeling well. It could be, could be anything, you know, it's a marathon of a season. So you got to look at the whole, the, you know, the whole body of work. It's hard to criticize guys or, you know, we praise them when they have a really good game because it's like that's you're in the moment and it's that game. But it's hard to criticize guys if they have an off night every once in a while. And I think Nates are few and far between, so it's pretty special. All right, Johnny. Was he taking a shot or not? Uh, you know, I, I'm not sure, but uh, I definitely don't know what it's like to run out of legs. Uh, that sounds like a problem. Well, I mean run around a little bit and then see if you can run around a little bit, run around a little bit until you can't run around anymore and then wait for a minute and then try to run around. Yeah. I'm, and, I'm already tired thinking about it, but you may uh, run out of legs. Now, technically Bednar was saying he was listening to sports radio uh, yeah. and it was about Jokic. Okay. So, I don't know. I don't know. It was, he said it with a little bit of a gleam in his eye. He knows who I am, I think. We all laughed, and everybody, all the rest of the muggles turned around and looked at me like, hey, hey, hey he's talking about you. Hey, <laughs> poopy pants, talk radio nerd. I know what they were thinking. Can't it you was play nice, D Mac. Come on. It was said silently, but I was looking around the room at all the other talk show hosts there. Where are they? I was the only one there, Johnny. 
I was the only talk show host in the room. Well, that's because you're dedicated, my friend. <sighs> ah, I love Betsy. He's the best. And I'm going to see him tonight, maybe. Why? Johnny, I'm going to a gala. That's right. Cronky Enterprises. Isn't it more fun working there? They're having a big old shindig to raise money, which is amazing, uh, for all of their charities. And there's more than one. There's a lot. And it's happening at Ball Arena where the public gets to, uh, uh, you know, gets to rub shoulders with the Avalanche players, coaches, Nuggets players, coaches, the Rapids players, coaches, the Mammoth players, coaches. And yes, some of the media, you know, insignificance, including talk radio hosts, your boy. Well, I guess I shouldn't say anything bad about Jokic there tonight. Get to dress up a little bit, get to have some fun. Johnny, how should I behave at the gala tonight? I think you should probably get as drunk as possible, as quickly as possible, and then go find your new boss. And, uh, you know, we'll see what goes from there. Tell him like, Hey man, the Rams are awesome. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do because they are awesome. Go Rams. I'm rooting for them. And Arsenal and the Rapids. I mean, and, you know, and what else? All right, Johnny. Um, I don't know if you hate me today or you hate anything. I should just check if there's anything you hate. Is there anything you hate today? Uh, you know what? I hate the cold. I'm going to say it's been cold. This this cold can go, uh, you know, shove itself. It could go pound sand. I'm leaving the game last night, and before I was out of there, Mike, Mike Mark Rycroft was taking a beeline to the exit, and he, he was putting on a big heavy coat and one of them hats that has a flap, you know, like you're in Fargo. So it's got a flap, and then like it's got with like, the ears on the side. Yes, and the yeah. ears on the side, <laughs> and the flap, and big gloves. Now. I park very close to where Mark Rycroft parks. I know where he parks. And I go to Mark uh, Riker. I go to Riker. I go, Riker, how, how far are you going? And he goes, oh, because he's Canadian. He goes, oh, DMAC, uh, about 40 feet. And I thought that was a funny little remark because he looked like he was about to go with a sled, dog sled ride with Susan Butcher in the Iditarod. To get to my car, it's quite the process. Process, Yeah. I got to put on this hat and I got to put on these gloves and I got to put on this jacket. I got to button up and, you it know, it takes he, a lot of organization. Dude, he looked like Ralphie from Christmas Story. I mean, are you okay there, Riker? Are you going sledding or are you just Dude, driving home? You got to keep that flow that he's got, you know. I should have got to keep a, that. Oh, that maybe that keeps his neck warm. I should have taken a picture. But, you know, they're going out east and. They're all the Canadian guys. They probably love going to Toronto and Ottawa and Montreal. I mean, wouldn't you, if you were Canadian, going to Toronto, Ottawa, and Montreal? Wouldn't you? Wouldn't you? Yeah, it's better than Winnipeg. Woo! That's chilly. What's on the shelf? What do we got? What's on the shelf? What's on the shelf? You know, um, speaking of Canadians in Colorado, I don't know if we've ever talked about these, but there's uh, this, it looks like maybe a... Uh, you know, a uh, uh, bumper sticker, but transplant and relocated. It's right above your right shoulder. All right. Those those things. Well, we have talked about these before. Have we? Yeah. I don't, do I don't know. We can do it again. We talked about the you thought we talked about the book the other day and we hadn't we hadn't done that either. Did this a KBPI because we were making fun 
of the native bumper stickers because they're you thought like, hey man, what's up with you natives? I think you're a native. Well, are you a native? Were you born in Colorado, Johnny? I was not born in Colorado. Yeah, I'm a you... recl- I'm a relocated. What what? How old were you? Uh, six months. You so don't I'm count. That's what I've been told. Well, yeah, Johnny, you ask a native if you're a native and see what they have to say. But we just were like, well, there's more people here from you know, like you that just moved here on their own. <laughs> like when you were six months old, you know how you moved here on your own when you were six months. <laughs> I didn't move here. I was relocated. Well, that's, that's what true. I was you, doing. You didn't have a lot of choice, I guess. Hey, mom, I'm going to shit my pants if I don't want to move. <sniffs> oh, wait, I just shit my pants all the time anyways. I'm six months old. Wait a second. What the fuck am I talking? That's pretty amazing. Don't you think, mom? <sniffs> I just shit my pants again. <laughs> hey, I was a very advanced six-year-old. I was or six-month-old. I was. I like, guess yeah. we were using the pit stops on the on the way. All right, we made these bumper stickers just to make fun of all those annoying people that are natives. And you know, it's hi- ironic. I uh, I got two natives. I got my my son, my two Thanks. sons, my two sons. My, Do they right. know? Uh, they know they're from Do Colorado. They know? they know they're from Colorado. That's what they know. That's what they know. Their natives and they can do that bumper sticker. That being said, have you seen the new Colorado bumper stickers? Uh, no, I haven't. They're just, they're just boring as shit. They're just you know black backgrounds, white letterings. It's screaming, uh, "We don't I, care anymore." I, I think you mean uh, license plates. But... Did I did I not say light? What did I you, say? You said, you said bumper stickers, but uh, oh shit! Yeah. I mean, I do mean, ah oh, shit, man! I discord. A touchdown on six months ago. Shit, man. Next question for Jerry. Yeah, no. Um, yeah, they were born at Porter Hospital, both of them. So I know, I know they're natives. One or two more, yes. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, I scored a touchdown six months ago. Shit. Any more questions for Jerry? No, we're good. So there you go. We made these like twenty-four years ago. I got fired from that radio station too. I kill you with truth. 